Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Wednesday, the 30th of March, and on the Hebrew calendar it is the 27th of Adar 2 or Adar Bet. Today in history, Yehoiachin was brought out from prison. You can read about that in 2 Kings 25, 27 through 30. Also, Zedekiah died, according to tradition, on this day. Jeremiah 52, 11 says, Then he blinded the eyes of Zedekiah, and the king of Babylon brought him with bronze feathers and brought him to Babylon and put him in prison until the day of his death. Well, this week our parasha is called Tazriya, which means she will conceive. And today's reading, our fourth reading, will be Leviticus 13, 24 through 28. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Or when the body has a burn from fire on its skin and the raw flesh of the burn becomes a bright spot, reddish-white or white, then the Kohen shall examine it and behold, if the hair in the bright spot has turned white, and its appearance is deeper than the skin, it is tzarat. It is broken out in the burning, and the Kohen shall pronounce him unclean. It is the plague of tzarat. But if the Kohen examines it, and behold, there is no white hair in the bright spot, and it is not deeper than the skin, but has faded, then the Kohen shall isolate him seven days. The Kohen shall examine him on the seventh day. If it has spread in the skin, then the Kohen shall pronounce him unclean. It is the plague of Tzarat. If the bright spot stays in its place and does not spread in the skin, but is faded, it is the swelling from the burn, and the Kohen shall pronounce him clean, for it is the scar from the burn. That was Leviticus 13. 24 through 28. Today, our portion from the prophets is Isaiah chapters 25 and 26. Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name, for you have done wonderful things, things planned long ago in complete faithfulness and truth. For you have made a city into a heap, a fortified city into a ruin, a palace of strangers to be no city, it will never be built. Therefore a strong people will glorify you, a city of awesome nations will fear you. For you have been a stronghold to the poor, a stronghold to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm and a shade from the heat when the blast of the dreaded ones is like a storm against the wall, as the heat in a dry place 
you will bring down the noise of strangers. As the heat by the shade of a cloud, the song of the dreaded ones will be brought low. In this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make all peoples a feast of fat things, a feast of wines on the lees, of fat things full of marrow, of wines on the lees well refined. He will destroy in this mountain the surface of the covering that covers all peoples, and the veil that is spread over all nations. He has swallowed up death forever. The Lord, the Lord, will wipe away tears from all faces. He will take the reproach of his people away from off all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. It shall be said in that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him, and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. For the hand of the Lord will rest in this mountain, and Moab will be trodden down in his place, even like straw is trodden down in the water of the dunghill. He will spread out his hands in the middle of it, like one who swims spreads out his hands to swim. But his pride will be humbled together with the craft of his hands. He has brought the high fortress of your walls down, laid low, and brought to the ground, even to the dust. In that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. He appoints salvation for walls and bulwarks. Open the gates, that the righteous nation which keeps faith may enter. You will keep whoever's mind is steadfast in perfect peace, because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for in Yah the Lord is an everlasting rock. For he has brought down those who dwell on high, the lofty city. He lays it low, he lays it low even to the ground. He brings it even to the dust. The foot shall tread it down, the feet of the poor, the steps of the needy. The way of the just is uprightness. You who are upright make the path of the righteous level. Yes, in the way of your judgments, O Lord, we have waited for you. Your name and your renown are the desire of our soul. With my soul I have desired you in the night. Yes, with my spirit within me I will seek you earnestly. For when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world learn righteousness. Let favor be shown to the wicked, yet he will not learn righteousness. In the land of uprightness he will deal wrongfully, and will not see the majesty of the Lord. O Lord, your hand is lifted up, yet they do not see, but they will see your zeal for the people and be disappointed. Yes, fire will consume your adversaries. O Lord, you will ordain shalom for us, for you have also done all our work for us. O Lord God, other lords besides you have had dominion over us, but we will only acknowledge your name. The dead shall not live, the departed spirits shall not rise. Therefore you have visited and destroyed them, 
and caused all memory of them to perish. You have increased the nation, O Lord. You have increased the nation. You are glorified. You have enlarged all the borders of the land. O Lord, in trouble they have visited you. They poured out a prayer when your chastening was on them, just as a woman with child who draws near the time of her delivery is in pain and cries out in her pangs, so we have been before you, O Lord. We have been with child. We have been in pain. We gave birth, it seems, only to wind. We have not worked any deliverance in the earth, neither have the inhabitants of the world fallen. Your dead shall live. My dead bodies shall arise. Awake and sing, you who dwell in the dust, for your dew is like the dew of herbs, and the earth will cast out the departed spirits. Come, my people, enter into your rooms, and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself for a little moment, until the indignation is past. For behold, the Lord comes out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. The earth also will disclose her blood and will no longer cover her slain. That was Isaiah chapters 25 and 26. Today's portion from the writings is Proverbs 9. Wisdom has built her house. She has carved out seven pillars. She has prepared her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also set her table. She has sent out her maidens. She cries from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who is void of understanding, she says, Come, eat some of my bread. Drink some of the wine which I have mixed. Leave your simple ways and live. Walk in the way of understanding. One who corrects a mocker brings shame on himself. One who rebukes a wicked man brings on himself his blemish. Do not reprove a scoffer, lest he hate you. Reprove a wise person, and he will love you. Instruct a wise person, and he will be still wiser. Teach a righteous person, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me your days will be multiplied, and the years of your life will be increased. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. If you mock, you alone will bear it. The foolish woman is loud, undisciplined, and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house, on a seat in the high places of the city, to call to those who pass by, who go straight on their ways. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who is void of understanding, she says, Stolen water is sweet, and food eaten in secret is pleasant. But he does not know that the departed spirits are there, that her guests are in the depths of Sheol. That was Proverbs 9. 
Today's portion from the Apostles is Acts 26. Then Agrippa said to Paul, You may speak for yourself. Then Paul stretched out his hand and made his defense. I think myself happy, King Agrippa, that I am to make my defense before you today concerning all the things that I am accused by the Judeans, especially because you are expert in all customs and questions which are among Jews. Therefore I beg you to hear me patiently. Indeed, all Jews know my way of life from my youth up, which was from the beginning among my own nation and at Jerusalem. Having known me from the first, if they are willing to testify that after the strictest sect of our religion I lived, a Pharisee. And now I stand here to be judged for the hope of the promise made by God to our fathers, which our twelve tribes earnestly serving night and day hope to attain. Concerning this hope I am accused by the Judeans, King Agrippa. Why is it judged incredible with you if God does raise the dead? In fact, I myself thought that I ought to do many things contrary to the name of Yeshua of Nazareth. I also did this in Jerusalem, and many of the holy ones I shut up in prisons, having received authority from the chief Kohanim, and when they were put to death, I gave my vote against them. And as I punished them often in all the synagogues, I tried to make them blaspheme, and being exceedingly enraged against them, I persecuted them even to foreign cities. In this connection, I traveled to Damascus with the authority and commission from the chief Kohanim. At noon, O king, I saw on the way a light from heaven brighter than the sun, shining around me and those who traveled with me. And when we had all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice saying to me in the Hebrew language, Shaul, Shaul, why are you persecuting me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. Then I said, Who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Yeshua whom you are persecuting. But arise and stand on your feet, for I have appeared to you for this purpose, to appoint you a servant and a witness both of the things which you have seen and of the things which I will reveal to you, delivering you from the people and from the Gentiles to whom I send you, to open their eyes that they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive remission of sins and an inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. Therefore, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision, but declared first to them of Damascus, at Jerusalem, and throughout all the country of Judea, and also to the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God, doing works worthy of repentance. For this reason, Jews seized me in the temple and tried to kill me. Therefore, having obtained the help that is from God, I stand to this day testifying both to small and great, saying nothing but what the prophets and Moses said would happen, how the Messiah must suffer,
and how, by the resurrection of the dead, he would be first to proclaim light both to these people and to the Gentiles. Now as he thus made his defense, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, you are out of your mind. Your great learning is driving you insane. But he said, I am not out of my mind, most excellent Festus, but I boldly declare words of truth and reason. For the king knows of these things to whom I also speak freely, for I am persuaded that none of these things is hidden from him. For this has not been done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know that you believe. Then Agrippa said to Paul, With a little persuasion, are you trying to make me a messianic? And Paul said, I would pray to God, both in a short time and a long time, not only you, but also all that hear me today, might become such as I am, except for these bonds. When he had said these things, the king rose up, as well as the governor and Bernice and those who sat with them. And when they had withdrawn, they spoke to one another, saying, This man does nothing worthy of death or of bonds. Then Agrippa said to Festus, This man could have been set free if he had not appealed to Caesar. That was Acts chapter 26. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Revelation 20 today also. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode, and I just wanted to bring out a couple of prayer requests. First of all, I would appreciate your prayers for my mom, Harriet, who's one of the readers on this podcast. She got hit with super intense dizziness today and a lot of nausea and got sick a couple of times. So please pray for her to be delivered from that quickly and get back on her feet as I know she wants to be. And also, as I'm recording this, there's an ongoing attack happening in um, Bnei Brak, not far from here. Um, by Israel standards, it's far from here, but it's just within an hour or so. Um, there are already, I think, five dead and several wounded. So when you hear this recording, this will be behind us and hopefully they will capture the attacker. But um, please still pray for the situation, for the bereaved families, and that this spree of attacks that's happening right now in this country would be stopped, that the security forces would be able to uncover and stop the attackers. Thank you, listeners, for your prayers. If you have a prayer request that you want to send in, you can email us to dailybreadmoms at gmail.com or send us a DM on Instagram. We are there at dailybreadmoms. That's it for today. May you have a blessed day. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.